0: Hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of Why We Podcast. My name is Vikram Rajan. I will be your host. I am also the co-founder of Video Socials and PhoneBlogger.net. We are marketing services for lawyers and for accountants and for coaches and consultants. And on this podcast, those folks share why and how their podcast helps uh, really three populations, So typically, they have a, let's say, a video interview podcast, so they're interviewing a guest, so we're going to learn from them of how their show, their podcast, or video show benefits their guests, benefits their audience, which very often coincides with their type of clientele, but not necessarily. And of course, how does the show help themselves? It could be for their private practice, it could be for some other endeavor that they are looking to achieve. You can catch this podcast and this uh, video live stream. Every Friday at noon Eastern, Uh, you can go to videosocial.net slash watch WWP for Why We Podcast. Uh, And you can catch it on LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, uh, as well as YouTube. And then you'll be able to soon subscribe. uh, But if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher uh, or Spotify or Google Podcasts, we hope you already do subscribe so you will be alerted to our weekly program. Uh, Today, we have Daniel Wig, who is going to be uh, talking to us about uh, his podcast that he does with the Professional Association of the New York County Lawyers Association. Um, Dan, there are competing um, pronunciations um, of the show. (laughs) So is it amicus or is it amicus? I think it's Amicus. So it's, it's oh, whatever right. you want it to be. <laughs> right, right, to be right. kind of like the law. Yeah. So, <laughs> so why don't you tell us a, a little bit about uh, what you do professionally, uh, how you are involved with Nycla, like, uh, how did this show get started? Sure. So
1: I, by day, uh, yes. I am Associate General Counsel for the City University of New York. Um, I have been there for a short period of time, only about six months. Yeah, um, CUNY. CUNY, right. Although, otherwise known as CUNY. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so I've been involved with the New York County Lawyers Association for a very, very long time. Um, I served on a number of different roles, uh, including chair of the Young Lawyers section. I sat on yeah. the board. I sat on the foundation board. I sat yeah. on the executive committee. I chaired membership. It's, you know, I should be paid yeah. for all that stuff. Um, and okay. then what, what is sort of very – either you find it funny or you find it, you know, eh. Um, I was speaking with some of the staff members uh, whom I consider good friends at NYCLA the summer of 20. And it was like, why don't we do a podcast? It literally, it literally was like this sort of just came out of nowhere. Uh, and then we said, sure, why not? Let's do it. There was some delays because of, you know, life gets it's in the way stuff. Uh, stuff. Right. And here we are.
0: And, what was the original intent like how, how did that come up in conversation that's not a typical conversation how did that even come um yeah.
1: you know i think the intent was just to you know you know it took on a lot of different forms i think initially the idea was that it was strictly for nycla's membership which are attorneys and and right. to bring to them uh, various you know issues or or facets of the legal profession that they would find useful and beneficial in their practice, but bringing it in a format that's you know not a CLE or not formal, yeah. but just uh, what what we you know what eventually we've named the podcast, which is a candid conversation. So a, as you and I are doing right now, just a, a comfortable and casual conversation between friends about whatever the topic might be. Um, and you know what we've and I'm sure you'll get into this in, in your questioning, but and we've tried to run the gamut of different topics that uh we could present to our listeners which has has since grown because it's not just you don't have to be a nycla member to listen to the podcast we are in fact on apple and spotify and all the platforms that are out there so anyone across the country uh i understand we're, we get a lot of downloads in london don't ask me why london right. but that's what i'm told uh from apple i think um so yeah that's well, what we are global you're a global podcast I mean, apparently so but- <laughs> that's awesome so how many episodes have we done so far so we have we've dropped, uh, fifteen or sixteen in two thousand and twenty one. Okay. Um, I've recorded dropped two. as in like the street lingo of, of publishing. I'm sorry. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's the lingo of drop. So this yeah, sort of yeah. out there in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've I've recorded two so far for twenty two, which will be dropped the end the end of this month and early next month.
0: Okay. Cool. So you're about sixteen to eighteen episodes in, depending yeah. on how you count. Right. So who are some of your guests so like what kind of guests if you name
1: names like yeah, what kind of- yeah, I'll 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 make, I'll make them happy I'll make I'll, I'll, yeah, um, right. I'll, I'll name names so um like I mentioned before we sort of run the gamut um right. we've had uh folks on who've addressed networking sure sort of how to network properly uh that was Dina Bakowitz, uh, also known as Fireball she's all over social media for those of you yeah, listening sure. who may know of her um we've had someone uh talk about The importance of soft skills in your practice, Mm. not so much the hard skills of knowing everything there is to know about, say, IP law, but just how to interact with people, how to deal with customers. Um, We've had some uh, what what I've called hard, hard hitting issues. Um, We had someone address uh, gun control uh, and and gun regulations in uh, here in the U.S. Um, We had to a mother and daughter matrimonial law team. Uh, one of perhaps one of the only uh, mother daughter law firms that we know of, at least here in New York City, sure. who talked about their very fascinating career trajectory. Um, and, and, and really,
0: yeah. like about like how it is they run the firm together, you mean? And how so they run the firm together. Family dynamics within right, the the
1: family, firm. Yeah, the family dynamics. Uh, they've had uh, what we would call celebrity clients and sure. sort of how they did their rainmaking and, and, you know, develop yeah. their reputation. Um, we had the administrative judge for the New York City Civil Courts talk about changes he put into place uh, as a result of COVID, but would sort of work logically and you know sort of keeping them in place even after when yeah. we eventually get past the COVID world. Sure, sure. Um, our first guest was Judge Stuart Aaron. He's a magistrate judge in the Southern District of New York, former NYCLA president. And he spoke about how he sang and danced for uh, former uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg at a uh, at right. a uh, musical number that they performed at the New York City Bar Association. So so, uh, so
0: literally so literally song and dance. Okay, literally. Song it, yeah. so now they're literally. so figurative of what you may have. No, so, yeah. well, That's kind of fun. That's a fun thing. So why do they come on? And and, and what's your invitation like for them to come on? Like, wh- how do they benefit? And, and and what is that premise like? I know it's candid conversations, but what does that mean? Yeah,
1: I, I, I you know, I think it it varies. I yeah. think there are some folks who, and th- what I'm about hope what I'm about to say doesn't come across, you know, anything other than just candid. Candid. Um, thank you. Um, you know, they get to if they're if they have something to sell, they sort of sure. get to promote it. So if you're a networking coach, and I know you're sure. a coach of, sure. of sports as well, of sports. Um, they, you know, they can sh- showcase what they can do for their clients. Sure. Sure. Um, in some cases, it's sort of, you know, maybe in, in Judge Canataro's case, Judge Canataro mm-hmm. was was the chief uh administrative judge for the civil courts. He now sits on the New York Court of Appeals to talk about what he's done. So the the bar can understand, you know, sort of the improvements that he made in the processes in civil court. Um and in some cases we had um the president of the current president of NYCLA come on, talk about what he envisions a bar association can be in the 21st century. So he's got something to sell, his um, vision for the organization. He's got something to sell. And then I think with, with terms of the, like I mentioned, the gun control, yeah. or uh, we had uh, Judge Rakoff from the Southern District come on to talk about his book, Why the Innocent Plead Guilty. Um, some things he feels very passionate about that are the shortcomings of our criminal justice system. Sure. Um, you know, they get to sort of share their, you know, preach their gospel, if you would. Sure. Um, right. Um, right. Um, and it's the, the
0: advocacy. Way. It's the right. cause. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's selling the, uh, the, the writing of the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. From their perspective. That's cool. That's really neat. So have you heard of any um, actual benefits when they come on, do they share the show um, have they been able to uh, engage with listeners? Have you heard of any kind of, uh, lack of a better phrase, success stories when guests have come on and, and they've benefited tangibly in some way? Has,
1: has anyone shared it with people? <laughs> people have told me that they've been reached the guests have have people have reached out to the guests I heard you on the show oh good I really I learned something I appreciated yeah. something so yeah it does it does get out and and many of our guests have sort of you know promoted right uh, you know the 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 episodes in, on their own social media or their firm websites or you know right. wherever, wherever they they communicate with the public
0: yeah guests tend to be um... Like delighted, uh, you know, unless it's like a gotcha investigatory, right, right, right. but otherwise it's <laughs> like your you're a gotcha show so gotcha there. Gotcha um, there. So from that aspect, yeah, it's good to hear that um, that your audience is reaching out to your guests because that's a nice. You're you're the go-between. You're the bridge in that way. Um, so from that aspect, it's it's helpful to kind of hear. When we come back, I'm going to do a quick uh, commercial break. I'd love to hear a little bit of. How has uh, your show benefited some viewers and listeners? If you've heard, or it's really just a, you don't do video, right? No, it's it's just audio. audio. Yeah. So have you, uh, uh, when we come back, I'd love to hear if you uh, heard of any kind of engagement or reviews or feedback from anyone listening uh, from the show. And then how has the show uh, benefited maybe you personally, but of course, NYCla as an organization. Well, let's take a a quick uh, one minute break and then we will come back. Do you want your own podcast like this one? My team will do all the grunt work for you. Just show up, smile, and enjoy talking to your potential clients and referral relationships. Go to videosocials.net slash govip to watch our nine-minute webinar for all the details. Are you a busy lawyer, coach, consultant like me? You should have a podcast done for you to get you more clients, impress your colleagues, and it becomes your perpetual referrals flywheel. We find you the right guests. We schedule your guests, handle all the podcast tech, get you into Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and more done for you. Go to videosocials.net slash go VIP to watch our nine minute webinar for all the details. Now back to the show. And we are back, again. We're back. We're back. Um, So as I kind of previewed before the break, um, so how does this show benefit your audience? It's not exclusively Nightclub members right. who are pretty exclusively attorneys, but of course, since you are global, uh, it can go even <laughs> beyond. Uh, say that, but. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, and, and from that aspect, it can go even beyond those in the legal profession. Have you heard anything from listeners uh, of engaging with the show?
1: Yes. How are they benefited? There was one person who connected with me on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and he he listened to the show that we did about gun control. And okay. to, to give you a little context of it, the the, the guest was uh, Judge Peggy Finnerty. She's a retired uh, New York City criminal judge. She's a partner of a law firm um, in New York City. Uh, and she had written a report along with others, which was an, an, anal- an anal- analysis, excuse me, of various gun control regulations throughout the country. Um, and we wanted to do a show that took the politics out of the issue and took, and I hate to say this and I hope I hope I don't sound cold by saying this, but the emotion that obviously because it's an emotionally driven for obvious reasons. I mean, we've right, the carnage right. that we've seen. Yeah. And she just presented factually, what are the regulations that are in place? What are the loopholes that, you know, what are what are the topics that are not covered? How has the Supreme Court interpreted the Second Amendment? Um, And I had someone reach out to me who said they never paid attention to this issue before. They heard the noise, the politicians, the emotion, the the horror of some of these stories that we've experienced over the past year. But the way it was presented in such a clear, um, without emotion, without... That objectivity. The the objectivity, that they really, this person really had a good grasp of this issue and and what's what's it what's it you know what are the regulation what's it sort of really about and it gave yeah. them an understanding that they couldn't get anywhere else because the other talks the other shows had were filtered through a lens right, some of bias some of some bias so that to me was i thought that achieved our goal we wanted to educate right. people no agenda We weren't pushing legislation for gun control. We weren't saying there weren't enough. There's too much. It was just, this is what's out there. You make the decision yourself. So I think that's one example of how, you know, uh, it benefited a listener.
0: That's a great example. In terms of the original intent that when that, when this idea came up in conversation of NYCLA leadership, um, do you feel it's achieving that original goal? Like what, how was, you know, going back to how we even started the conversation You know, was that was there something specific that you think the organization wanted to achieve? And it could be really bringing out these kinds of uh, important legislative type discussions and policy discussions. Do you feel and how do you feel the show has helped kind of further Nyquist goals in that sense?
1: Well, you know, so I think that the thing with the show is there's no agenda. Sure. And I I don't say that to to insult any other show, but we're not selling anything. Uh, maybe to some extent we're not even selling NYCLA membership. You know, it's 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 just a service of whatever the topic is. Sure. How to network, how to build a book of business. Yeah. Let's give you the facts about gun control. Let's give you, let's talk about it. We I recorded an episode, it hasn't been dropped yet on plea bargaining. Yeah. Um, why there are so many defects with plea bargaining, innocent people pleading guilty because they don't think they're gonna get a fair shot, because they don't trust the justice system, because television just screws you up because you think everyone's corrupt or or something right. that's just not true. Um, So I think to get that out and to get that sort of, we're not selling you anything, we have no agenda, we just want to give you whatever we can give you to help you in your career, help you understand the legal issue, then I think we've achieved our goal.
0: And I think with that, like under that auspices, to put it that way, it kind of furthers the organization for more people to get to know NYCLA, you know, and it's obviously very New York City centric. right. um, can, can gain that national, if not international, uh, recognition and prominence. For yourself, Dan, you know, working with CUNY, um, yeah, you're not selling anything, you're not in private practice, uh, but, you know, there's still your personal brand and your career development and, and professionalism. Uh, has has the show
1: helped you at all? You know, it's it's only, I would say that it's helped me that I've had some very interesting and fun conversations with people. Yeah. And yep. then you invited me here. So that helped me. <laughs> you <know? laughs> there you go. So I think th- that's, that's where I see that I've received the benefit, yeah. that I've had these interesting conversations. And to the extent, you know, obviously the, the, I go back to the gun control show. I Peggy Finnerty gets all the credit because it was her brain that put everything together. But to the sense that I'm the guy that was leading the conversation, because yep. my job is host, if I contributed to having that person understand it better then then, yeah, then I, then I got something out of that.
0: Which is a, a, a nice segue. Away. I, I didn't include in any of the prep questions, so uh, don't feel any gotcha here. But
1: um, there were prep, kind of pre- they were wait, they were prep questions. Yeah, yeah, there were <laughs> questions. Right.
0: Um, was there uh, it, it, talking about prep? Is there any kind of prep that you did for that particular episode or for other episodes? What kind of do you have to do any kind of a prep or because your guest is such a thought leader and a subject matter expert? you know, she's able to kind of run with it because this is what she does for a living. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah so yeah. Right. What kind of, how do you prepare and how do you structure your show? Right. So, so I like the, the shows to be uh, conversational, you know, okay. as we're doing right now, you know, not sort of, I, I've listened to podcasts where it's very robotic almost. You know, it's, it's Yeah. There's a check, literally there's a checklist. And I, and so I do discuss with the guests how we're going, what we're going to talk about a very, very loose agenda. So there's an order, there's a flow of it, but anything can sort of happen because it's, it's it's like, again, I I had one compliment early on where someone said they thought the podcast, they felt like they were a fly on the wall listening to two friends have a conversation. Right. So, and and I think so, so it is structured, but it's structured in a sort of a loose sense that gives us enough freedom to sort of diverge if something comes up and I didn't even think about that. So, yeah. We do we do plan. We do plan, but it's not, it's it's sort of loose. Something like gun control, something like plea bargaining, which is so specific. Right. You need a little bit more than say if we're gonna have a free free-flowing conversation on how to <laughs> how to make rain. Right, right, right,
0: right. You, you, so you had a little bit more specificity with your questions. Is that what you mean? Like-
1: more specificity. So so for example, again, I keep using the gun control one. I didn't yeah. realize I was gonna use that so much, but you know, there was the topic of the second amendment. How mm-hmm. the Supreme Court has interpreted the Second Amendment. What sure. are some of the various types of laws out there, red flag laws, and and waiting mm-hmm. periods, and things of like that. So that there is a little bit more structure than, say, maybe something else that's more, you know, less. Like if, if I'm interviewing someone about their practice because they're again, I mentioned the mother and daughter firm. Yeah, um, that's maybe a little more more free flowing.
0: Right, right, right. And they can you can pretty much take it where they want to go with it. Right. So that, that makes sense. What have you learned along the way? So you're at like episode 18, basically, even though maybe only 16 or so have been published. Um, What do you now know at the 18th episode? Um, You know, not that you wished you knew in the first, but that you now do know from, um, let's say, on the first couple that, looking back, you didn't do or uh, you probably don't do now. Or is there a learning aspect to this where now 18 episodes in, you probably kind of got your rhythm you know, there's, Yeah. you know, what you're doing as a host be a very structured or prepared topic or not. And um, you know, you're going into this pretty confidently. So, you know, talk to us about that learning. <laughs> so
1: so the, the, the thing that comes to mind when you ask that is that the very first one that I recorded, uh, as you probably can imagine, I it was a little nerve wracking because I, sure. I never did it before. Yeah. But the operative word there is we record them. Okay. So. We've had instances where we had to stop because there was a baby crying or a dog sure. barking so the so, so the, the the silly response to that is I, we can stop and just re-record sure. and and the right, magic right. of editing yeah. t- you know clears up all Splice the pieces out place yeah. it out so I, so that's that's sort of I mean I think the the other thing is um I think any host lets the, the guest do the talking. You know we're sure. just when you're a host now when i'm a host we just right. facilitate right. um sometimes you watch these tv shows and the host talk too much than the guests you're like what are you doing it's, uh, so maybe maybe that's the sort of the learning question that always it, always you know the, the guest is the star you're just a prop that's what i that's what i tell them at night i'm just a prop here you know everyone else <laughs> is a star.
0: so you feel so yeah there's a there's a logistics that you now know how, how right. to be quite yourself or to of the guests stay in a in a relatively quiet and not do as much editing. Right. But from the from the get go, it has been a smooth sailing. So that's a good yeah. thing. Any kind of future plans of what else you're looking to do with the show? Is that is that you guys discuss that at the organization or is it too new? Well, I mean, eighteen well, episodes what in. Yeah.
1: What I think what, what we're planning on doing this year is to have, and I'm not sure what the right word is, but we may have sort of umbrella shows. So one thing okay. that we're looking to do. Is we're probably going to have a three part, and when I say three part, three months because we only we drop an episode once, one a month, maybe two if we able to squeeze it in. Thank you. That Um,
0: that was a question that I should have asked you of how often you come out with the show. So it's about one or two times a month.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, So we're looking to do a a series on careers. Sure. You know, so we're going to have someone on. uh, We're looking to have a conversation on how law firms and maybe legal departments of corporations. Are changing how we work because of COVID. Meaning, who's flexibility working from home? Sure. Uh, there's a law firm that recently announced they're remote. In you know,
0: Imprisoned they're remote change. now. They're remote yeah, right, now. Perpetuity. they not know because it
1: functions. Yeah. It works. People can yeah, sit, yeah. In their, sit in their pajamas and it's fine. Um, so we're we hoping to we'll do a show on that, and that's obviously career focused. Um, we're also going to be interviewing uh, another gentleman. Who talks about how you can make use your experiences to transition to a new career? So, someone who's a lawyer doesn't want to be a lawyer. What did you learn as a lawyer that can bring you to whatever the new thing is you want to do? That's sure. True. And then uh, we're also going to be talking about promoting women uh, in, mm. the in the workforce and in the legal profession, in law firms, and, and in other areas. So, so I think we're going to be doing some umbrella topic umbrella theme mm-hmm. themes, like over yeah, sure. like maybe quarterly for the um, for the year.
0: Yeah, that's kind of neat. That's
1: a cool, cool. And we'll be dropping in, uh, um, you know, we'll be dropping in, uh, you know, probably other types of specialty episodes now and then. How,
0: how did you decide the frequency? What, did it start off monthly and then you started doing more shows than once a month? I mean, it's like, how do you decide is it one or two times to be? That's, you know, I, I of
1: yeah, I think, part. you know, most of the work is done in house. So, sure. so Nykla staff is doing it. They have other things yeah. there, you know, yeah, sure. So I think that's that's how it started but once a month. Okay. But but once in a while we get you know we for example um here in New York uh cannabis recreational cannabis use was signed into law last spring by right. by uh then Governor Cuomo. Um and so I wanted to get something out quickly about that and I knew this this young female attorney, who is a leader in this, a thought leader in cannabis law, which is a, a evolving and new field. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, we wanted to get that. We wanted to get that in because that it, it was very timely to drop it right around that time. It was also timely, I think, to drop the idea of uh, how the civil court system was changing its 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 procedures and policies mm. to address COVID to okay. get that out quickly because. You know, Probably. last spring we didn't think we'd be in the Everything same shoes. In this we're cool. in today. Everything is going to wrap up soon, uh, but we better and, get the show. And here we are, almost almost a year later from that when we <laughs> dropped that episode. So right. that's sort of you know we're flexible in the sense we recognize maybe there's 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 um, uh, you know there's things to uh, to so drop. And, uh, and so also,
0: timeliness is, is a factor. It's it's time, yeah. it's it's timeliness, timeliness, yeah. so time. But it's
1: also st- to add maybe to go back to your question about what did you learn? Yeah, one thing about podcasts, as as you very well know um they're evergreen and yeah. so there's a there's a trick i think to how do you make it relevant to the time sure. that you're dropping it right. But right that it's still relevant it's still green yeah. Yeah, two right. years from now yeah yeah. It's it, it's,
0: yeah i think all types of content from podcasts to, to video blogs to traditional written right. blogs and articles uh you know case studies white papers all have to there's that benefit of timeliness because we tend to you know watch the news of breaking news everything's breaking news for that reason because it's timely so anything that's urgent we tend to you know drop things to to find out what just got dropped Uh, But then there's the timelessness, as you mentioned, right? So there's that opposite of evergreen nature that we wanted to say evergreen. uh, But then again, you lose the timely urgency of people really wanting to listen to it now because it's breaking news about COVID, let's say. But it's timeless because there are going to be topics of, let's say, working virtual that could have been relevant two years ago before all this COVID stuff, but really wasn't in the zeitgeist. And now it is. And forevermore, I think there is definitely that sea change where now, working from home, having flexible virtual hours, all those kinds of things are probably to some extent here to stay, even if uh, you know, as COVID dissipates, uh, we're, we're still grappling with this now changing because we're now all used to being virtual and people see the benefits more than uh, the pitfalls as we right. get out of there. So yeah, it's a great point, Dan, that you have to kind of uh, be with the trend and be with the timeliness, but then also you want the timelessness, the evergreen aspect. Right. So that's a good juggle that you do. Yeah. That's cool. So where do you promote the show? Like where so what happens? So it's on the NyCla website, I know that. Right. Do you do you put it out there on LinkedIn? Uh you mentioned earlier it's on the podcast platforms. Where are right. all the places people can so, hear and watch the show more? Yes.
1: So it's it's on the Nycla website. Yep. You can find it there. Um it Nykla.org. Nykla.org, right? Ww N Y C L A. Did I spell that right? Okay, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you know, I I promote it. On my personal LinkedIn and Twitter, I don't have Facebook. Um, oh. <laughs> I may offend people by saying that, I don't know. Um, Nycla <laughs> promotes you got, it. Over- your personal brand just went up a couple of times. they be like, <laughs> all right. Okay, um, smart. Nykla promotes it on its LinkedIn and Twitter. They may have a Facebook account, I'm not even sure. Um, and then we have it on old Apple and Spotify and Google and Amazon Prime. It's sort of wherever you- Are you on Stitcher? Podcasts. Do you know what
0: Stitcher is?
1: I believe we are.
0: Okay, good. I,
1: I use yeah. Stitch. So. Yeah, so it's uh, it's all over the place. Cool. And I guess that's how the folks in London have listened to this thing. Yeah, well, through one of the podcast
0: platforms yeah. at the very least. Right, so that's cool. Uh, and then if someone feels, after listening to your uh, to your episodes, and hopefully they're subscribing and uh, mentioning a review of the episode, more positive the better. If they feel uh, that they are an apt guest, how do, can they reach out to you? Is there an application? How do you, what yeah, is that
1: there's there's no uh, formal application. My email address is uh, when you go to the NYCLA page with with the uh, you know with the information. My email address is there. They can just contact me.
0: And where yeah. uh, w- once the, you go to nickelodeon.org,
1: is it prominent? Like, where do they search for the? Product? So right. So on the nickel, there's a there's a video and podcast tab, okay, sure. okay. and you click it there, and then you know you'll you'll yeah. find the. Yeah. Really show. they got to be smart enough
0: to navigate there in order to right. qualify to be on the show. I, I so. think so. I think that's uh, right. so. I mean, that's I mean, the first a vetting process. Okay, great. And you were mentioning your email address is on that page, yes, so they can essentially pitch you for, right. uh, for, for them being a guest. i I've,
1: I've had people pitch me. Yeah. But I've had people like I had some nice person pitch me. Um, but their what they did was they uh did sort of like something for children. Now putting aside accusations that lawyers can be juvenile, uh then I'm done ah, uh it's
0: good that we got some lawyer <laughs> jokes in there. Yeah,
1: could, oh no, you should listen to the episode because yeah. I'm surprised I haven't been fired yet with the lawyer jokes that I make. Uh so um you know so it was sort of like, okay, I'm not really relevant for you, but thanks. Right. But, but people have sort of reached out, yeah. And okay, in fa- so in obviously, fact, yeah, and more relevant, the better. In fact, some of the guests that we've had on did re- and I happen to have known them, you know, separately, right? Did reach out to me and say, Hey, I'd like oh, to cool. be a guest, this is what I can do. And right, right, I thought it was a great, great uh show or whatever,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, well, that's I mean, talk about it, earlier, you're mentioning, um. You know people having something to sell and that it's you know it's okay and you know all that kind of stuff look it's, it's it's great when you have something to sell but more importantly it's positioned to why that person wants to buy right so from that aspect it shouldn't feel like a sales pitch of them getting on your show they're talking about the relevancy to your audience which are predominantly attorneys most of whom probably are associated with nightclub so as we wrap up last question um are there any other podcasts or video shows that you're a big fan of that you listen and watch, and uh, you want to shine uh, some uh, a host that you know
1: well? Elise Holtzman, oh, The Lawyer's Edge. Okay, Elise Holtzman of the, the Lawyer's Edge. Edge. What's What's awesome about her show and What's What's awesome about her show is she provides great advice for lawyers uh, to advance their careers. Okay, cool. To build business, to rain to rain make and all that sort of stuff. It's great. And great how has it how benefited you? To- Have you felt like
0: personally? Benefited from listening to her show? I was Watch a guest.
1: It. I was a guest oh, on one.
0: To... <laughs> there you go. So you, that's a, it's an easy, it's an easy one. Any other lessons that you got from Elisa's show? Here's like, that's a little, little gotcha question. Can you think uh, of any?
1: You know, I think you know, she just she she runs a wonderful conversational show. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 fun. It's fun to listen to. It's informative. I highly recommend it.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool i'll i'll tell elisa i'll reach out to her and tell uh, tell her that you gave a good shout out on our show so dan this was phenomenal thanks Thank for taking the time of, of sharing why we podcast again for those listening and watching you can catch us everywhere very similar to dan's show you can catch us on all the major podcast platforms as well as on linkedin facebook and youtube Um, And and finally, the the purpose behind it of why we do this podcast, why I do this podcast is threefold. I I really do want to shine the light on guests like Dan to to learn how and why they are benefiting others through their podcast. I believe as podcasters, live streamers, live streamers and video show hosts, we can learn from others and, and really have Dan as a role model in that sense of learning how he has grown and grown through it and others have benefited from it. Um, I want you as an audience to kind of consider how you can improve your own show with the lessons that Dan and my other guests will be able to share. And if uh, you've been thinking about starting a podcast or starting a video show or a live stream, reach out to me. I'd love for you to be part of our future events. Once a month, we host a show host networking event where you can int- introduce yourself. to dozens, right now, January 27th, we have over 70 show hosts registered, and you can uh, see how you can be interviewed on other podcasts and live streams. Again, my name is Vikram Rajan. I'm the co-founder of Video Socials and the host of Why We Podcast. See you next time.